you're not going to win. 93.3 and AM 560. Far from over. KWTO. It's What the Hill? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Har Show contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. All right, Joel, what's going on in Washington, D.C.? Aside from Mitch McConnell stepping down. Yeah, crazy news, huh? Very much so. Uh, well, funny enough, we're going to talk about San Francisco because the, you know, there is a Speaker Nancy Pelosi federal building in San Francisco. And this is a building where Health and Human Services, uh, Nancy Pelosi herself, and several other federal agencies have rented space. They used the building. I, I want to say the building came into being in two, maybe 2007. And um, so like, Hundreds of, of uh, federal employees go to work there every single day. The ones who bother showing up for work, that is, and aren't working remotely. But there is a front page above the fold headline that says, D.C. office buildings are safer than the Nancy Pelosi uh, federal building in San Francisco. So there's like a huge string of crime happening in front of this building. About four or five months ago, Senator Ernst sent a letter to the Government Service Agency, which is the agency that manages all the federal buildings, and basically said, we're seeing all of this crime. I don't think this property is safe for government employees to show up for work. You know, why don't you, like, shut the building down, basically? GSA responds and says, the building is safe, and we're not worried about it. But in February alone, so in the... Like in the last 27 days, there have been 20 criminal incidences on the street in front of the building. Strong, um, strong armed robbery, three grand thefts, and an assault with bodily injury are serious bodily injury are just a few of them. And one employee said on the record in the story that came out, an exclusive in the Times, quote, sometimes I go home and cry after seeing what I see at work. So in the five months since Ernst sent the letter in October. The map of that area, the area crime map, shows 92 criminal incidences right outside the building, seven weapons offenses, a robbery, serious assault, fraud, grant, 10 grand thefts, three sex crimes, and then, of course, a bunch of drug and alcohol cases. And it, it kind of cracks me up because the headline is hilarious. The online headline is essentially D.C., you know, the nation's, like, crime capital is safer than, than this one building where we're sending, you know, hundreds of federal employees every day to go to work. Um, the employees complain about getting mugged um, and having to push their way through open-air drug markets to get to the office. So at one point, HHS, who has employees there, you know, essentially said, look, you can work from home if you want, which, as you know from other things that we've already talked about, they're already largely working from home anyway. But really, they're supposed to be back in the office. I think what's concerning, um, I talked to the reporter that wrote the article and did all the work, and he said that in, in his mind, the biggest concern is the agencies know that there's this, that their, that their workers are essentially not safe. And they're not even responding to the requests like, what are you doing? 
Um, are are you? Do you have a plan to keep your employees safe? They're not responding. They're not even like they're not even saying we're looking into it. They're just not responding. This and is it, like it, COVID when lawyers would be like, our counterparts in China have just stopped replying to emails. Yeah, but it's like, well, how little do they care about about their employees? You know, and Senator Ernst decided to sort of compare. She worked with the with the Times to compare. What's the crime like at the office buildings in D.C.? And if you look at the crime map around the HHS headquarters in Washington, they've only had one criminal incident since November, and that was a theft. The Agriculture Department also has one theft. You know, and this is like in the last five months or whatever. It's also interesting. They've reached out. The newspaper reached out to the labor union that that reps, you know, the Federation of Government Employees. They did not reply to them either. And, you know, we talk a lot about federal employees. There's good and bad. There's ones that pay their taxes. There's federal employees that don't pay their taxes. We've talked about Bubble Bath Girl, who, you know, is working for the VA from home in her bathtub and posting pictures on social media. But, you know, if the government is going to employ you and we are spending how many ever millions of dollars a year maintaining this building in the middle of San Francisco... It's it's really shocking that they're not addressing this problem. And I mean, they have sent now Homeland Security has apparently sent, you know, a couple of officers there. And apparently Federal Protective Service Service added a fence to block it off a little, which is ironic considering they won't put one at the border. Um, they did one in D.C. They do one in San Francisco. Yeah. They won't do one on the southern border. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy. And I mean, we have several, we have multiple federal and state office buildings in Springfield and surrounding areas. And, you know, crime is up a little bit in Springfield. But you you kind of got to wonder, um, is this how little the government cares? Or are they just not nimble enough to respond in time? Um, or is it because her name is on it? You know, Congress put her name on the building, I think, in seven, 2017. Um, and she has her own employees are going to work there. And they're, they're certainly not shutting down their office. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, I guess we, some people want to look to the government to keep them safe and protect, protect them and solve their problems. But even the people that are employed by the government are, are not safe and are being ignored. And I do wonder what would happen if, if there were attacks or threats. And that is sort of a thing, an ongoing thing. Every once in a while it pops up, there will be a threat on a federal building, you know, like there was in Oklahoma um, or something like that. But it'll be interesting to see if, if they do anything about it. Uh, you know, it's interesting, uh, this building named after Nancy Pelosi, this sort of seems like the standard practice for politicians, especially with earmarks. Uh, Bob Byrd, the West Virginia senator, it was, they famously said that a third of the buildings in the state at one point had Bob Byrd's name on it because that's what he did. Mitch McConnell obviously resigned today as GOP leader in, in Washington, D.C., but the last budget had over a billion dollars in capital expenditures for the state of Kentucky. This is a bipartisan plan uh, that everybody seems to follow, which is I want my name on these stone buildings that'll last for a hundred years after I'm gone. Nancy Pelosi, obviously the name's going to be outlined in the feces of San Francisco, but she's making the same play. So breaking news right now, daily mail has a story related to 
this whole work from home, federal employees working from home, a USDA employee, a whistleblower, has come out and said the administration's policies on telework are impersonal, inefficient, they're hampering productivity, and taxpayer-paid employees are often um, completely unreachable for hours and ignore simple email questions. So, love this. I mean, it kind of goes, we want our employees to be back at work, but their buildings apparently are not safe, certainly not in San Francisco. But this USDA, a federal uh, USDA employee has come out in this week at some point and said um, they're a manager. They describe themselves, it was a, well, they don't say a man or woman. They describe themselves as a supervisor at USDA. Says full-time remote work is negatively affecting productivity, efficiency, and cooperation. They said that the vast majority of USDA employees are working remotely and that there are dozens of unused federal offices across the country, including headquarters, which is a, quote, ghost town with empty hallways and vacant offices. Now, USDA, when we talked about this a few weeks ago, they only have about 11% of their entire building occupied between January and March of last year. So, you know, more than 75% of the available office space in D.C. at 17 federal agencies is sitting empty, which it'll be interesting to see if the union does pick up on this safety story and start saying, well, you know, you're hurting them and they can't come back to work or whatever. But um, the biggest issue, the whistleblower says, is that this the lack of the in-person interaction basically means um, there's no productivity. You can't get a hold of employees when you need something. They're not responding to emails, even though it's in the middle of office hours. And, you know, they're basically saying that the current policies, working by email and video conferencing is not working and that our farmers and other people who rely on the USDA are suffering because of it. Now, Senator Ernst, who had done a lot of this work on the front end, she sits on um, a Senate committee that's going to have Tom Vilasak, who's the Agriculture Department secretary. He's going to be in and she's going to ask him about the whistleblower allegations and find out what is going on. Very good. All right. We're going to be right back. We'll have the stake draft coming up next. Stick around for that. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt that winter wind blow cold A man learns who's there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold Cause from then rubble what remains can only be what's true If all was lost it's more I've gained Cause it led me back 